Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me on the show again today. Now during the summer, as you've probably noticed, I'm recording the summer sound bites of Musings episodes whilst I prepare Series 2 for you. And on the subject of Series 2, I recorded a great interview with a subject matter expert just the other day and uh, I can't wait to share it with you. Um, but one gap I have right now is I want to speak to someone who has managed to go full cycle with their property portfolio and has exited, um, exited their property portfolio. Perhaps they've retired or they've, uh, they've basically cashed in their chips, as it were. So uh, I'm looking for such a person. It's, it's going to be a, a Fergus Wilson type person, if you like. Someone who has been through the full cycle, achieved a degree, degree of success and come out the other end. So if you happen to be that person or know that person, then please just ping me an email, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net, and uh, we can take it from there. But uh, for now, let's just get on with today's episode, another summer soundbite. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. Now, I, I share um, quotations every Monday in, in a regular feature on my uh, blog, which I call Motivation Monday. And, um, and this week, I, I wrote the quotation myself, and it was, it goes like this, whether we feel like it or not, do it anyway. And um, it, I like it because it emphasizes how if we rely on feelings, sooner or later, we'll reach a point where we just don't feel like doing something and we can potentially just give up. So it changes the emphasis from feelings into a commitment action instead. And that's why I like that particular quote. And um, it's been on my mind during the week, um, as many of these musings are. And it's, uh, it's led me on to today's episode, as there are a number of things that can get in the way, not just feelings. And they can hamper our success, our hopes and our dreams. Or they can sabotage us from reaching our full potential. Let me give you um, a personal example. I decided I was going to adopt a new morning routine early this year and um, it was really born out of reading the book um, The Morning Miracle which I will mention later on actually. Um, but the routine involved uh, a number of disciplines that helped me to stay on track with my goals, you know, for example, amongst other things. But um, what it did mean as well was getting up earlier and for me that meant around about 5.30am when in truth I didn't really need to get up until about 7am. So, um, you know, trust me, there was many a morning when I really didn't feel like it. I was feeling perhaps a bit too tired and, you know, I couldn't be bothered to get up early. And I was very much tempted to hit the snooze button instead or think, oh, I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to uh, skip today instead. So what I decided to do was undergo a 30-day challenge. And the book recommends that. And there are other ways of doing this as well, which I'll I'll also touch later. But um, basically, it helped me to implement the routine and set up, you know, uh, set up this discipline over a fairly short period of time. In fact, I even set up my own small uh, Facebook accountability group where I could report on progress and so could others and we could support one another through this. There's another key there, by the way. Now, I, I had a goal to aim at, which was 30 days. Obviously, can I do this for 30 days consecutively? 
Of course, I was developing a regular habit and I made myself accountable to other people as well. So I, I was able to receive their support as well as give support to other people. And as a result, it, uh, I, made, I made it past the initial 30 days. And so I reset the clock for another 30 days. And as a psychologist say, it takes 66 days to form a new habit. Okay, so I was six days short, but hey, I was well on the way there, as you can imagine. So I made it another 30 days, and so taking the exercise in bite-sized chunks. And now it was, uh, it had become something of an automatic thing. I often just wake up, you know, before I really need to, so before the alarm gets up. And now I just get up straight away, and I get on with my regular morning routine in my, in my quiet place that I always go to, to, under to undertake the task each and every day. I don't even think about it. And now it's a habit. And that habit has overtaken my feelings, you know, that I might have to, say, want to stay in bed a little bit longer. And I've adjusted the, the uh, format to suit weekends as well. Not by much, but basically I don't necessarily get up at 5.30 a.m. Although the funny thing is, my body clock often wakes me up at around about that time anyway. So <laughs> I often find myself getting up anyway and starting earlier. <laughs> So this is the idea, really, of putting feelings aside. Um, but there's also other tools and techniques that has uh, inspired this particular episode. And it's led to what I call the dirty dozen barriers or obstacles. And um, contrastingly, the 12 springboards to successful task completion. <laughs> and I've laid these out in a table and I plan to go through each one of them, matching a potential barrier with a springboard and then maybe sharing the odd tool or technique that can help us to apply that springboard more fully into our lives. Okay then, so let's get on with this uh, dirty dozen to the 12 springboards of success. So as I mentioned, I have a table, it's uh, it's roughly a 3 by 10 no, 3 by 12 even table, dirty dozen to the 12 springboards of success, three columns. And uh, the first column is barriers, the next column is springboards, and the last one is tools. So there you go, picture that if you mind, if you, if you like. But obviously this will be in the show notes as well for you to refer on to. So coming in at number one has to be where I started really, I don't feel like it. And uh, as I mentioned, with uh, getting up at 5.30, often I don't feel like it. Well, the springboard, if you like, or the driver for success is to do it anyway. I, I now just get up at 5.30 regardless of how I feel. So the tools really I can recommend here are don't think about the now, think about the end result instead. So shifting the focus from now, which is I feel tired and I want an extra 30 minutes, 10 minutes in bed, asleep, you know, that type of thing, and start thinking about what the end goal would be. So if you're on a weight loss program, that might be, you know, getting into the uh, the, the, the bathing costume on the beach. Um, if you're on a, on a track that you want to get out of uh, the rat race, you've got an income target that you're looking to achieve. So you think about that instead. So in the context of the bigger picture, the longer end goal, if you like, you know, the extra 10 to 30 minutes of sleep in bed is really not going to make that much difference. So, you know, it's thinking about that and just do it anyway, regardless of how you feel. The second barrier that can, can come in the way is willpower. Now, I've been reading quite a lot about this idea of willpower and, um, you know, basically people say you can't rely on willpower because willpower will eventually give up. And, um, you know, it, it can help us to get going and it can help us go so far. But 
but eventually um, it will come unstuck. And, you know, one of the books I'll refer to later that I've read, which helps in this regard, is The Chimp Paradox. In fact, it helps with both of these first two points because we all have two parts to us. We have a human side and we have a chimp side. And the chimp is quite a good reference because it's a wild animal. Uh, the human side is rational. The chimp is irrational. The chimp works on emotions and feelings and the human works on logic. So um, the idea, of course, is that we, um, we're in an ideal world, we set things up logically. We have plans, etc. from the human side. But our chimps can take over and they don't feel like it. They, they can't be bothered. You know, the will will sl slips away quite easily with our chips, chimps sorry, take control. So instead of willpower, we need to substitute that with habits and routine instead. So we're not reliant on willpower. We just, we just have a habit, as I mentioned earlier with my, my morning routine. It's now a habit. It's a routine. And we can do that by setting up 30 day challenges, just like I did. Um, we can use apps like Coach Me, which is a, a great app for, you know, plugging in and, uh, remind, daily reminders and joining other groups. We can also have, uh, the Miracle Morning routine that I mentioned. So there's some of the, just some of the habits that we can substitute for willpower. Another barrier or obstacle we may encounter is the one day when statements that we sometimes come out. One day when I'm feeling, you know, I'm in a better position financially. One day when the kids have gone to school, university, etc. You know, that, that sort of thing. So the springboard that potentially we could take instead is to make a definite plan. Um, instead of one day when, it's going to be by this date. Uh, the other alternative, of course, is just to say, I'm going to do it anyway, uh, taking, taking a leaf out of the, uh, one of the earlier principles. But in, in terms of tools and techniques, perhaps uh, one thing we could do is just come up with a one page plan. And, uh, and that one page plan might say what, by when, and how. And it might have some clear start and end dates. And if we were to have that plan, you know, visible, whether that's in a diary, journal, pinned to a notice board, or, or some other means that remind us on a daily basis. We know something that we're aiming at. And so the one day when, you know, principle is substituted by a definite concrete plan. The next one is, I wish. I really wish I did this. I really wish I went to Thailand on holiday. I really wish, you know, I, these things were, were in my life. Instead of wish, which is like, you know, it's a bit of a fairy godmother thing, isn't it? We can substitute that with desire. I desire. And this is interesting as well, because psychologically, a desire is something that will burn inside of us. And our chimps, by the way, respond to strong emotions like desire. So uh, this is a good way to get our chimp on board. I'm quoting from the book I mentioned earlier, The Chimp Paradox here. And so substituting wishes with desires is going to make us much more, um, you know, capable and, and driven towards, uh, to, towards doing something rather than a wish, which, you know, a wish can easily come and easily go. And uh, some of the tools and techniques that uh, we could use in this regard, uh, we could use vision boards. So, you know, what is it we really desire? Maybe a place we want to live. It may be travel. It may be, you know, uh, relationships. We can put these things on this vision board and, and have it in front of us at regular times. And I've mentioned, in, uh, I think previously, apps that can help us. There's, you know, physical vision boards that we can pin pictures up and have them, you know, really facing us. We could have it as our screensaver on our computer. The other idea is uh, come up with the idea of uh, dream costing, uh, Tim Ferriss's idea of dream costing. So designing our ideal lifestyle, uh, 
working out what that would cost. And then if you're like, okay, I need to, I want that as an outcome, whether it's a new car or anything, you know, that dream, I want it as an outcome. Um, it's a, it then becomes a plan in his dream costing uh, spreadsheet, which you can download from his website. And, um, and then you can work towards, you can desire that plan and it may be an in, a, a monthly income target you need to work to. So it's sort of the whole idea of switching from wishes to desires. The next one is very simply, but, but this, but that. And I only have one simple response to that is, is accept no excuses because buts are excuses. And um, we may think that they're adequate excuses, but they're not. We can only really accept reasons, but not excuses. So accept no excuses. And one tool that uh, I've been using quite a lot now in this regard is to make public commitments. So um, I, I, the uh, reading challenge is, is one such example. I post that now every month, my, my status against my goal on my blog. And um, trust me, there's been a couple of months where I kind of wanted to let it go by the wayside. I think, I, what am I going to write on the blog uh, if I haven't read a book this month? So uh, it drives me. You know, so making this, uh, making my uh, accountability, or sorry, my commitment public is uh, is one example of that. The other one that uh, often comes up is, I can't do it. You know, we probably hear it a lot in children, but, you know, the child still remains sometimes, doesn't it? I can't do it. But um, I would just suggest simply changing the language. I can and I will instead of I can't. And um, there's tools and techniques such as self-talk. You know, we can talk to ourselves more positively. We can have cue cards, which we can keep in our pocket and just take out time and time again. I can and I will instead of I can't. They say success comes in cans, don't they? But the other thing we can do here is we can ask for help. So if it's a genuine can't, you know, it's a reason, not an excuse. We can ask for help. We don't have to do these things on our own. So if we've got a knowledge gap, we can ask for help to plug that gap. But we don't just keep saying, I can't do it because, I can't do it because, I can't do it because, because they're just excuses. And the next one I've written down is quit points. So, um, yeah, it's because the, uh, the flip side is checkpoints. But, um, you know, I, I want to quit or I will quit. Um, you know, often happens and, and it often, this often happens when we've got such a, a, a mountain in front of us and all we can see is this huge obstacle. And so having checkpoints, you know, so state climbing a mountain in stages up through camps, if you like, through levels up the mountain is going to be a lot easier to achieve than it is just looking at this massive mountain and thinking I'm never going to get there, which could lead us to go, I'm going to quit. So instead we have checkpoints. So it's breaking things down into, into milestones, if you like, along the journey. And one way we could do this is we break things down into the milestones, as I mentioned, and we have what's called a review of, of wells and betters what went well, what could have done better. So, um, you know, what what went well between last time and this checkpoint? You know, it could be that, um, you know, we set ourselves a goal to do 10 viewings of a property very specifically. And, um, and maybe we did do 10 viewings of that property. But uh, what could have gone better is, well, well, we didn't actually put any offers in on those properties. If we're looking to buy a property, of course, we need to view, we need to buy, we have need to have offers accepted. 
So uh, we didn't put any offers in. Well, that could have been better. But rather than give up, we can say, well, actually, I did view 10 properties. I just didn't make it as far as making offers. So then what we can do is we can, re you know, refine um, and go again, can't we? We can reflect, refine and go again. So reset the goal for the next month. Yes, I'm going to do 10 viewings, but I'm actually going to try and make one, two or three um, offers on those properties. It could also be that we're looking at the wrong properties. So there's some refinement that perhaps needs to go in. But don't give up. It's just, you know, reflect, refine, go again. So this idea of checkpoints instead of quick points. You know, there was, uh, oh, what's the name? I can't, I'm just trying to, in recording, there was uh, the comedian who says, I can't be bothered, I'm not bothered. Uh, the female comedian's name escapes me right now. But anyway, um, she said, I'm not bothered. I've just got her pictured in my mind. You know, and, and you know, this is kind of a cue to kind of being a bit lazy and lacking in motivation, personal, mo internal motivation. And one of the things we can do in this regard is if we know we're perhaps a little bit flimsy ourselves, maybe we lack a little bit of personal motivation, you know, I'm not bothered, you know, is to have an accountability partner. And so that means making ourselves answerable and accountable to somebody else. So we're not just relying on ourselves here. And some examples of this is we, we could, we could have a buddy, we could join or set up a mastermind group, or we could have some kind of mentor. So accountability partners to answer this, you know, uh, we're not, maybe not going to admit we're not bothered, but just listen to the words we speak sometimes and maybe there's a cue there or a clue that perhaps that might look a little bit like us at some, some points in time. Another one that uh, you know, I've kind of heard is, uh, well, if it, if it doesn't happen, it only affects me, doesn't it? You know, so um, it's kind of a cop-out statement. You know, well, you know, it's a bit like the I wish. You know, it only affects me. Uh, so if it doesn't happen, that's no great, do no great shakes. Is it? I'm kind of happy anyway. Well, you might be. But um, what I was going to say here is, well, maybe one thing we could do is, is we, could, we should always do things for ourselves. Definitely. We should always do things for ourselves. But how about also doing, th doing things for other people? Perhaps other people who are depending on us. And that could be family members, for example, children. We just look at the child and remind ourselves we're doing it for them. Um, alternatively, we could do it for a good cause. You know, example for me personally right now is um, I've just committed to run a 10K and uh, I'm going to do it for charity. I'm going to be providing money, raising money for good causes to uh, children in developing countries is the, is the general idea. So, you know, when I, I've got to run, to, I've never run 10K before in my life, by the way. I've always been sort of a short middle, middle distance runner, well, short distance runner. So uh, it's quite a challenge. So one way of motivating myself so I don't give up is, yeah, well, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing it for other people and they're going to be depending on me. So it's going to motivate me to act, isn't it? So just think in terms of the tools, who else could benefit? And then I would suggest actually telling them, particularly if it's a friend, family member, etc. Tell them they're going to do it and tell them how it will benefit them. And then every time you look at them, trust me, you're going to get a lot of external and internal motivation to act. This might be a, a bit of an old familiar. I never seem to finish. You know, start, but I never seem to finish. Um, it's quite often, um, you know, something that can get in the way of us, a, a barrier or an obstacle, as I've been mentioned. So instead, we should shift, you know, and be focused on, on very specific things. If we try and do too many things at one time, we're going to lack focus. We're probably not going to achieve anything. We're not going to finish anything. So is one is to be very focused. But the second part of this is to have rewards, you know, to set up rewards for achieving things. 
and uh, I, the tools and techniques that I can share in this respect are I have a phrase light small fires it's this idea of beacons on mountain tops isn't it that if we're on a trail and uh, we've got to cross a number of peaks well if we have a small fire in each one uh, once we get there we celebrate success so we set milestones and we reward ourselves and that can be really small you know for example I have uh, I have some milestones now that I will do p items of work and I'll reward myself with a cup of coffee you know so it doesn't have to be a major reward it doesn't have to be you know expensive but if I'm doing a property project, now one of my rewards is um, I collect, um, you know, sporting memorabilia, you know, of people, my icons, if you like, you know, Jessica Ennis and uh, Sir Bradley Wiggins and uh, Pele and people like this, you know, and I actually have signed, you know, uh, photographs and images from these people. And so each project I do now, I, I try and, you know, set, well, I do, I set myself a target that I'm going to reward myself with another item for my collection once this project has been completed. So uh, I have this wall of fame. It's really insp inspirational in many ways, actually. Um, but I do drift. You get the idea. It's, it's set up some rewards. And... Um, and that will actually bring, um, you know, more into us. So we should never forget to celebrate success. A lot of us just keep moving on, moving on, moving on, not stopping and celebrating success. So setting these small, lighting these small fires, giving ourselves little, little or larger rewards and help that helps us to celebrate success along the way. And then we can move from, I'm never, I never finish things to, I'm very focused on finishing things. I'm going to reward myself when I do. Another these are a pair, if you like, coming in at the last or penultimate one I'm going to share. And it's anxiety and worry. Now, anxiety is backward facing. We're, we're worried. Uh, we, we look back on, on things that have been troubling us from the past. And, uh, and worry is, is forward looking, is we're concerned about things in the future. Neither of them are obviously very healthy. And so the answer to that is to live in the present moment, live in the now. And uh, there's a book by Tolly Eckhart called The The Power of Now, which is one of the books I'm going to refer to later on, which can help in, you know, just understanding the differences of letting go of the past, not being, you know, being concerned about the future and just living in the now. And that means, you know, just doing what you can do right now, doesn't it? It's, you know, I'm not going to worry about what happened in the past. I'm not going to be you know, anxious or concerned about what's going to happen in the future. Just all I can do right now is my best at this very moment. And that can help us to... Uh, you know, de-stress effectively. Another technique um, you could potentially use here is meditation. I've been using uh, meditation for a few months now. I have to say um, it's been a challenge, but um, it's really starting to pay off. So uh, persevere if you do is all I would say. And uh, and the last one I wanted to share in the list is uh, I don't have. So I don't have the education, the money, the time, the experience, the contacts, the know-how, etc. I don't have. And this is all about gaps, isn't it? And so the obvious answer is to plug the gaps. And it's it's one of my uh, one of my top tips, really, of of anyone uh, advice to anyone is to plug the gaps. So uh, how can we do this? Well, we can do it with partnerships. We can self-educate ourselves. We can network with other people. We can outsource things, and we can become a lot more prioritised in what we will do. So. Plug in the gaps instead of saying I don't have, because of course I don't have ultimately is an excuse. Um, there's many people have achieved things uh, coming from deprived backgrounds. So plug in the gaps. You know, none of us have necessarily everything to have the perfect business. So you know, plug those gaps in in a few different ways.
And I've been referring to a number of books of, as I've been going along in this uh, in this table. Uh, just wanted to share some of those now for for record and uh, uh, and they're really good books and. Um, the the first one of course is the chimp paradox and that's from professor steve peters then there's uh, the slight edge by jeff olson and others the seven habits of highly successful people by stephen covey is a classic the obstacle is the way by ryan holiday i really enjoyed reading that book it's about flipping obstacles and turning them into into strengths actually so um it, it really sort of changed my way of looking at uh, obstacles that book the power of now by Tolly Eckhart, this whole idea of not living in the past or the future, but in the present moment. And The One Thing by Jay Papperson and Gary Eller um, helps us to be focused on the single one thing that will make the greatest difference. And of course, I have to mention The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, uh, my 5.30 uh, routine and habit now. Thanks, Hal. <laughs> is as a result of that book but um you know it's a very uh I, I don't it's a pleasure almost now to get to i look forward to being in that quiet place and doing the reading and the meditation and that sort of thing and uh, as i mentioned it reminded me about my my reading challenge for the year and so uh, i committed to read 24 books in 2015 and i've actually where are we it's in august and uh, i've surpassed that goal already and in fact i've reset it higher now to 36 books and um i was i was uh, i've i've done this by adopting a number of the tools and the techniques that i've mentioned above but equally as a result my knowledge has skyrocketed as i grow and develop from the wisdom of others so you know there's some really good things that i can i can share with you as a result of just adopting some of these principles and uh, and practices uh, but uh, you know i'm not the finished article by any means you know as i, I always mention i'm on a journey too and so um you know i hope you understand this is sharing not preaching but, and so equally in that vein, if you have any top tips or tools or techniques that can help, you know, this doing it anyway type of, uh, the image of a mentality that I have, just drop me a note, podcast, thepropertyvoice.net. I'd love to hear about, uh, about what you're doing. But apart from that, this is it for another week. Uh, my summer soundbite has probably gone a little bit longer than I probably imagined. Uh, these, uh, from moving from the dirty dozen to the 12 success principles. Of course, one of the lists is uh, negative in nature and the other one is positive. So hopefully um, you can identify with many of the things I've talked about today. And um, you know, one of the one side or one one list is is negative in nature, if you like, and the other one is positive. So uh, hopefully you're identifying with the one on the positive side. But if not, it's put it's given some clues of how to flip things around instead. And I've seen many of the things on the the left hand side of my column, the dirty dozen side of the column myself. So you know, and I'm still working on one or two of those as I go. But um, it is a case of turning negatives into positives. You know, doing it anyway, regardless of these barriers or these ob obstacles, because if we can follow the, the principles, the 12 success principles that I've outlined, it's going to make us achieve more in life. We're going to be more contented. We're going to be more capable and able to help other people as well. So there we go. That's it for another week on the Property Podcast, the uh, Summer Soundbite series, if you like, during during August. The show notes are going to be over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net. But as I mentioned earlier, if you've got your own um, tips in this respect, I'd love to hear them. I'm always looking for more answers and more clues. Uh, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. Drop me an email. But as always, thank you very much for listening. And until next time on the Property Voice Podcast, it's ciao, ciao. 
Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.